0: This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only national golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? Learn more at TaylorMadeGolf.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino, Bob Weeks, and
1: Adam Scully. Uh, good morning, Canada. Welcome inside Golf Talk Canada. We are on TSN 1050 and as well TSN two for the next three Mondays. Full recap of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Adam Scully alongside Mark Sacchino back in studio. Uh, we, you you not been? S- in we still dogs? don't have
2: all three of us. No, no, that's <laughs> I mean, that's, that's not going to. I get to see I see Chris in person. Yeah. this morning instead of through our Zoom call. Right um but yeah i couldn't tell you last time i was
1: physically in the building well we were talking before so we hadn't seen each other prior to thursday's toronto hunt member guest, which we're going to get to because we've had a lot of requests wanting a full (laughs) recap (laughs) and don't you worry you're going to get that and it It is the leading
2: story in the world of golf it is
1: i mean yeah i know i know carlo won the national member guest you know congratulations carlo that's awesome it's a life-changing moment but, I mean, our, our victory, <laughs> and we're going to get to that shortly, but we haven't seen each other, Mark. Yeah. Prior to Thursday, it was before your iconic call at the RBC Canadian Open.
2: I had seen you since the Canadian Open, and I saw Bob once since the Canadian Open when him and I did that day with Michael Block and Michael Altra mm-hmm. out right. of Glen Abbey. Yeah, yeah. That was, otherwise, I hadn't seen Bob either. Um, and it's, funny and here works. we go again. Bob is making his way home from Memphis. Yep. So, which is why the three of us aren't in studio. Yep. And then next week, I'm in Chicago for the BMW Championship. Bob's back in this seat here. Mm-hmm. I mean, thank God there's three of us, Adam. That's right. right? Or uh, this man, would Joe. be a very bizarre uh, year for Golf Talk Canada. Totally. But, but Anyway.
1: Yeah, you know, bizarre year for sure. But a, a great year it's been uh, for Team Canada because uh, we have another victory on uh, for Team Canada, Stephen mm-hmm. Ames. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to play some audio from Stephen Later in the show, he's going to join us on Golf Talk Canada television this week as well. Four Canadians making the next stage of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Bob Weeks is going to join us. He's flying home. I want to say in about an hour and a half, but he's going to join us in 30 minutes. Kristen Murphy also going to be by for a full recap of the FedEx St. Jude Championship, and Brooke Henderson a miscut, unfortunately, the AIG Women's Open.
2: I can't figure it out, right? Weird. I mean, that's the one Weird. we keep saying that's the one that yeah. should kind of fit her. Yeah, never seems to happen. Only Don't your get second
1: it. career miscut at a major yeah. too, which is
2: and historically speaking, her worst finishes in majors yeah. have come at that event, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and. It... I mean, head-scratching.
1: Yeah, head-scratching, only one top 10 in her career at the AIG Women's Open. Of course, a full recap, Lucas Glover, the hottest player on the PGA Tour right now, both literally and figuratively, after the (laughs) week that (laughs) was uh, in Memphis. But before we get to all that, let's hit it with some news and some headlines.
0: News and headlines are brought to you by Sandbagger Hard Seltzer. Sandbagger, everybody knows one.
1: So sometime in early July, sitting on my couch watching God knows what on television, I receive a text from you saying, do you want to play in the Toronto hunt member guests? And I said, Oh, I would love to do that. And heading into the member Guest, I wasn't playing all that well. I'm going through a grip change. It's I, I've hit a lot of a uh, squirrely shots. I've hit a lot of good shots, mm-hmm. but, um, and you hadn't played much golf
2: at all. So it's the least amount of golf I have played basically since i started playing the sport this year yeah i've played 24 rounds of golf this year and half of those rounds are nine holes yeah so i mean you know i used to play i mean when i really played in my early 20s i was playing like 150 rounds a year right 180 rounds a a year right that's a lot of golf um and then you know i've averaged about 60 rounds a, a year about half of those rounds would be about nine, nine hole yeah, rounds. Right. 24 rounds and half of them nine holes. That's, so there's like no golf. And the worst year of my life on the golf course in terms of quality of play. Plus you were injured too. Injured, lost in the wilderness, mm-hmm. no clue what was going on at all. And Tuesday, on the way home from North Carolina with the family, yep. something happened. Some, I got tapped. Yeah. Going to be your week, buddy. Going to be your week. The, the 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 story of North Carolina, maybe we save for later, because that's oh, yeah, a that's, big story.
1: That's a, that's, a, that's coming at the end of our
2: week. <laughs> that's a big story yeah, right there. Get your popcorn ready for that so one. That, so that one, I don't know what happened. The hole just opened up, and then we get there on Thursday, and you and I, hey, the, happened again. Front nine, we completely ham and egged it on the front mm-hmm. side, right? I mean, it was yeah. you, you one hole, me the next hole, blah, 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 blah. Started on the first hole, right? We made birdie early.
1: Yep.
2: And then on the back nine, we just went nuts. On the back nine, we just went crazy deep. And uh, hey, one for the good guys, I like to say, right? Yeah. You know, like how many times you've been to the member guest? Uh, yeah, yeah, many. Okay, so you've yeah. been like how many times you get those stories at member guests? It's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a 22 handicap, uh, and I shot 80 today yeah. on my own ball.
1: Something just magically happened yeah, out there, right? Really? So
2: I mean. When you and I, I was I was playing off plus one. You were playing off two. Mm-hmm. We got one shot net collectively as a team. One for the good guys. And I like to point out to everybody. They said uh, they asked us what we were getting, and I said we got one shot. But our gross number is sixty two. would is still one by one. So, yeah, because yeah. we went sixty two for 61 yeah we won by two mm-hmm. or 62 for 62 would, would have covered it but it was a great day i had a blast well and, a lot
1: of fun and i i want to get into that because you know a lot of uh people tuning into this show might this might be on in your pro shop and in, in okay. a, anywhere <laughs>
3: well, great job guys in, in the hunt pro shop or in any yeah.
1: pro shop across the country yep. and they might be thinking how do you properly run a member guest a lot of courses still have three-day events which are way too long some the courses have two-day events. The Toronto Hunt, for this particular occasion, they had a one-day event, and it started with a fun little shootout at 10 a.m.
2: Our guys do a great job. Uh, you know, Jeff Long yeah. is our head professional, but the entire team uh, from food and beverage right through mm. the pro shop, they do an incredible job. Uh, it, we have two one-day events uh, a year, and you're not allowed to play in both mm-hmm. because there's so much demand to play in the member guests, totally. right? So that it's a completely separate field. Uh, and the day starts great. We start with a shootout on the first tee, which yep. I always emcee. I do a little like play by play, try oh, to poke the, the poke fun at everybody yeah. who walks up there. Yeah, try to just keep it light. Uh, and then you know, but it's a full day. Uh, bars open all day.
1: It was it, yeah. Uh,
2: several meals, right? You've yep. got breakfast. You get lunch. We got food on the golf course. Slider station. Open bar on the golf course as well into cocktail hour, into cocktail party, into full dinner, into entertainment, into enterprising. Uh, um, you know, my, my good friend Mikey McLaughlin uh, uh, kind of handles all the uh, entertainment at the end with his videos and stuff. I mean, it's well done for the top-bottom. It's People have a great day. We had a great day. I mean, I've won it a couple times over the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. I, I've also just imploded and, and, you know, didn't do anything. And, yeah, it's always more fun when you win. But, I mean, even when you lose, it's a, it is an incredible fun day. Well, when I was in my Uber on the way to the course <laughs> that day, I, I, I had
1: already taken a screenshot of the itinerary because I thought, this is just going to be a great day. And, obviously, sure, it was awesome because we won, but everything was just so well run. Now, I, I have to give you credit because you're playing off a plus one. That's 80% of your handicap. You shot 65 on your own ball. I mean, something happened on the greens. Putting, where you just went bomb after bomb after bomb.
2: It was funny because we walked off seven green. I missed that one on seven that I thought I had, and I right. walked off. I said, I just saw my line. I see- I'm see. i seeing the line all of a sudden. It just opened up. I just saw the hole completely open up, and we started pouring them in. It was absolutely ridiculous. But I don't know what happened last week, and I'm not counting on it continuing. Right. Last week, I had that little tap on my shoulder. I had a career low round on Tuesday on the way home.
1: Yeah, 6-2, by the way.
2: And then... uh 62-65 last week, so <laughs> I think I'll just go back this week to 75-76, uh, which is the normal round of golf for the year, yeah, 62-65, okay, so I made one bogey in the 36 holes we, I played last week, and was 14-under uh, for 36 holes, with my second career albatross, so when, when's PGA Tour q school? Dude. Yeah. That? That's it. Yeah. I'll go shoot 82, and yeah, that is what will happen. That's fine. Yeah. Okay.
1: So you mentioned your putter. So that, that's where I want to get to next immediately because, you know, our, our prize for winning was a very nice tailor made Spider GTX putter,
3: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: uh, right handed. Now, you are a left handed golfer. And and I understand that after you, you shot 14 under <laughs> for two rounds, you then
2: played again, but you elected to putt right. <laughs> Handed. i am stuck in a dilemma. I, w- I hope Ralph is watching or listening. I, I need some expert advice. Mm. You know, Ralph Bauer, friend of the show, yeah. short game guru. I-, I have a question. Maybe you can hit us up on Twitter, at Golf Talk Canada. Please do. Let us know what you think. I have a dilemma. I know there's a lot of golf pros a lot of great players in the PGA of Canada that listen and watch the show. And I have a dilemma because I'm so confused. A- and I asked Jeff Long this the other day, too. Do do you want to be the guy who's a streaky putter that all of a sudden walks off the seventh green and says, I can see the line, and pours in 30, 40-footers and gets hot and goes nuts, Mm -hmm. but then for the next three, four days makes nothing and gets twitchy inside 10 feet? Or do you want to be the guy inside 10 feet who's like rock-solid, never-misses, but never pours them in from 20, 25, 30, 35. Boring. Right. So that's where I'm at. I mean, if, if, if I get my hands right-handed on a putter, I have no feel. So when you got no feel, you also don't have any bad feel. Right. So everything kind of just gets in the shoulders. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the greatest putters in the world, they all have very soft hands and, and the strokes in their shoulders. It's a rock. There's no hit to their stroke. So when I do it right-handed, I have no feel at all, so it automatically gets in the sh- shoulders, and it's all just math. Everything's neutral. I line up the feet. I line up the shoulders. I line up the face. The ball is one ball left of, of center, which is one ball forward. Very neutral. It's shoulder back, shoulder through. Inside 10 feet, I'm Brian Harmon. Okay? I'm Brian Harmon. I start getting 15 feet, 20 feet, 33. Feet, and, I, of course, now I have no feel. So what's the pace? What's the highlight? It right. gets really weird. Yeah. So the real solution to this is what club comes out of the bag. So I carry left-handed butter, okay. right-handed butter? That's a great question. That's 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 what the question should be: is what club has to come out of the bag?
1: Like, would it be a wedge? I, like, I, I, would, would it be a four iron? I, would it yeah, be maybe
2: the, It depends, I guess, on where we're playing golf. Yeah, exactly. But certainly at my club. The four irons, the one that comes out, right? What if you
1: just sneak two putters under one head cover and just be really <laughs> sly about it?
2: Really sneaky. <laughs> Except the lefty's a tall one. Oh, right. Right. The right. a tall one. Yeah. But what a great week, though. Yeah, it was so much awesome. Fun. So much fun. And, uh, you know, it's good to get out with you and, we got to get out with Bob. We do. And we got to get out with Nick and our we friends do. at TaylorMade. Yep. Yeah, I haven't seen anyone this year for golf. So that was fun. Yep. I'm glad we could do that day together. And and your golf
1: season officially gets underway September 1st. Which yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, we're still pre-golf season. Yeah. So, fine. We're And I know up. our friends at Adidas loved their outfits. They did. Night. Yeah, They did.
1: They loved they did. the outfit. And you know what's funny? We didn't call each other about that.
2: Bob's tweet <laughs> of you and I... Like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger in Twins is like my highlight social media post of the year. Yeah, that, yeah
1: that one, bad. Dr. Evil, Mini-Me, th- the words. <laughs> uh, it was a great day. Thanks again to the Toronto Hunt for uh, hosting us, and uh, it was an awesome day. Okay, on the other side, when we come back, we're going to have a full recap of the professional tours. Uh, we'll get into the AIG Women's Open. We'll get into Lucas Glover. We'll get into Stephen Ames winning for the fourth time on PGA Tour Champions. All that more when we come back right here. On Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC was presented by TaylorMade and the TP5 and 5X. Try it. What's the best that can happen? This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Caddy Time. The Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to find affordable, qualified caddies to any round. Visit caddytime.com. Download the app or talk to your PGA professional today.
1: Welcome back inside GTC, Scully and Zacchino. If you missed our full recap of the Toronto Hunt member test, <laughs> uh, we're available on the podcast app. Uh, our show is up uh, about uh, half an hour after. We go live or finish our live show and uh, we had a lot of requests for that. So uh, really enjoyed uh, that. But on the professional tours, of course, another busy Sunday in the world of golf. We'll get to Lucas Glover and the PGA Tour story shortly. But PGA Tour champions, Stephen Ames, fourth victory of the season. And not only was it his fourth victory, Mark, he won by seven Seven shots. He was six under in the last five holes. We talk at length on this show about how guys sort of come on to PGA tour champions fresh after turning fifty. They're motivated. They go out, they succeed. Steven Ames is fifty nine years old. And I wanna know what's is.
2: going on. And I know you yours speaking later today. So, so
1: I, um, I have done the interview already with okay. Shagin Nakjavani, who is, uh, we're going to play that as well on Tuesday television, and he gets into this whole thing. I talked to Stephen Ames about this too.
2: Okay, I, I, got, I'm, I have no idea what they're doing, so I'm dying to hear this mm-hmm. interview. I mm-hmm. want to know what's going on. Uh, unfortunately, this time of year when you're following the PGA Tour and you're facing yeah. the playoffs like I have to do for totally. a living, you lose track sometimes of the other stuff 100%. happening in the world of golf. This I find incredibly interesting because to your point, most guys, it's early 50s, ATM disappear. Then it's Bernard Langer, you know, and a couple guys like that who have been able to just keep going, but that's been a consistent thing from 50 right to where he is now with Langer yeah. who's like what 63 something or 64, like that, yeah. or something crazy like that, beating Father Time. Stephen Ames, this is from nowhere, which is and it's an awesome story.
1: It really is uh, an awesome story. Uh, let's hear. Uh, so I went one-on-one with Stephen Ames uh, last night. It aired on SportsCenter, TSN.ca. We're going to play the full interview on Golf Talk Canada television this week. Here's a little snippet my conversation with Stephen Ames.
3: To be honest, I'm not sure what, what went right. I think overall, the ball striking was extremely good. Um, and then, of course, not being a, a big fan of Kiwana greens, I actually put it extremely well. So I think on the whole, it was an overall benefit of everything that actually worked well this week for me.
2: A great story, Stephen Ames. He was tied for fifth in greens and regulation, mm-hmm. um, and he was tied, and he hit over 76% of his fairways. So ball striking was on point to his point. But he said he's not a fan of Poiana greens. He was first in putts for, in greens and regulation. Yeah. First on greens he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... You know what it is? It's amazing what confidence can do. Totally. At the end of the day, right? I mean, you start to think that the hole's opening up, and you start to believe the hole's opening up, it opens up.
1: Yeah, and I I was texting with his coach, Shaheen Nakjavani, yesterday morning, and he said that they had a session last Monday online on a FaceTime, Right. and something something clicked for Stephen Ames, and, and he knows he's a closer, and he got it done.
2: Now, were you not doing some stuff with Shaheen online? I
1: still am. Oh, you still are. He's the one who's implemented the grip change. The grip change. That's Maybe right.
2: I, got, I need to speak. Maybe there's Maybe there's another here. thing here. I don't know what it is I need to work on other than my brain. I mean, 62-65, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine.
1: It's fine. It's not great.
2: It's fine. It's not quite PGA Tour qualifying. It's still pretty good. But pretty an good. old broken guy, I'll uh, take it. Pretty good. Pretty right. good. Uh, right. Stephen Ames,
1: uh, four PGA Tour champions Awesome. this season. We'll uh, play well done, the full one-on-one with uh, Mr. Ames on GTC TV later this week so let's stick with the canadians right now because uh four canadians now have made it to the bmw championship which that in itself is remarkable you've covered this game on pga tour for quite some time can you recall a year ever to see the depth of canadian golf on the pga tour specifically?
2: depth of golf across the world of golf the answer is no Mm -hmm. um every tour PGA Tour included, not even close. And Mackenzie Hughes missed BMW by one spot. 51. Um, you and I put the over-under at two and a half for Canadians to go to East Lake and finish in the top 30. We put that number up at Wyndham. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a wild card weekend, so to speak. Yep. We've got now four that have made it through to the BMW Championship, and they're all inside the top 40. We're not, you know, we don't have a couple guys hanging around 44, 48. Adam Svensson is 39. Uh, is 39, and he is our 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 low man. Uh, Adam's also in the 30s, Adam Hadwin. Corey Connors, 25th, and Nick Taylor, 16th. So we already have two guys currently positioned inside the top 30. So I think our two-and-a-half number... Low? No, I thought it was really... I think it's bang on. I think it's really good. Okay. okay remember, there's only 30 spots. That's yeah, true. It's gonna be super, super hard to play your way in. We've got kind of two in there right now. I think we're right on at two and a half. Mm-hmm. I think we are right on. We're either gonna get two, or we're gonna get really lucky, and we're gonna get three. Yeah. Uh, now we're going back to Olympia Fields.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We haven't been there since the year I believe was 2020 when McKenzie needed to make U.S. Open basically yes, there. Right. That was my point. Yeah, is that this is gonna play a lot harder. Yeah, assuming the setup's the same or similar, this is going to play a lot more difficult than um, a typical PGA Tour event or a a typical designated event. It's going to be a tough track. That's the year Mackenzie Hughes had to make the 7-footer to make it to the Tour Championship, and he buried it on on the last hole. Mm -hmm. Um, This is going to be an interesting week of the BMW Championship. So much to play for. They're playing for the top 30. They're playing for the lock-in, the top six on the U.S. Ryder Cup team. Mm-hmm. Um, and p- likely your last week to impress Zach Johnson on a pick as well. Ooh. Because when we get to Eastlake, it's hard to impress a captain on a pick because everybody's playing on a staggered leaderboard. Every, you know what I mean? So where Ooh. are you, right? I'm like, I'm 10 under, you're yeah. 7 under.
1: We're playing catch-up immediately. Yeah, so
2: where are you? Are guys altering the way they shoot at a target, how aggressive they are, how they're playing? Is their game plan completely different because they start eight back? Mm -hmm. How do you judge a guy who's playing differently than he normally would? I think this is likely the last week to change Zach's mind on a
1: pick. Totally. And we'll have a full breakdown of the Ryder Cup on the U.S. side an hour or two because Lucas Glover, boy, oh boy, he has made things interesting for a guy, Mark, who didn't play in a major this season. He didn't play in a major and he's won twice in two weeks. He's gone back to back. Lucas Glover is a guy who you really put on my radar. You saw him, was it in Detroit? I followed
2: him in Detroit, okay. and I've followed Lucas now for several years and it was it it got to the point where it was almost heartbreaking. It was so difficult to watch him stand over a 6-foot pot, 3-foot pot um, he would get better with his stroke the further he got away from the hole. Mm-hmm. The expectations drop. The freedom of the stroke is, you know, a little more flow, a little yep. bit more feel. When he got inside 10 feet, the closer he got to that three-foot range, um, it was it was hard to watch. It was twitchy. It looked like an r- allergic reaction. You yeah. could tell it was a full-blown y- yips. Mm-hmm. And consistently throughout his career, one of the better ball strikers on the PJ Tour. But if you can't make a five-footer when you need one, and you're minus-strokes game putting daily for your career on a weekly basis, you just know you're going to give four shots away to the field in putting, it it becomes a pointless endeavor. Mm -hmm. Hired the Navy SEAL guy, went through some mental training, and went to Brad Faxon, and Faxon said, Get get the long putter.
1: Do something totally
2: different. Do something totally different. He says, I can't teach you how to use the long putter, but get the long putter. He Luke, uh Lucas, goes to the manager. Get me Adam Scott's putter. The it's the lab mm-hmm. room. Just order exactly the same one. I'll teach myself how to use it. Does show starts with it. 22 rounds now since going to the long putter. They're all under par. His highest round is 71. The stroke average is something stupid like sixty six. It's crazy. Back to back wins. I never thought this was coming. Mm-hmm. But when I left Detroit, I said to you and Bob, uh, Lucas Glover has figured this thing out. He's going to win soon. I don't know when, yeah. but I will eat my I will eat my two or three sixty if he doesn't win soon. <laughs> I, I, no one saw this run coming. No one. But I knew something was coming.
1: Totally and it's been it's been fun to watch for Lucas Glover uh, between 2012 and 2018 158 starts in the PGA Tour. He made 5.234 million in the last 7 days. He's made 4.968 million dollars. Let's hear now from Lucas Glover. If you'd have told me this 3 months ago I'd tell you you're crazy but uh at the same time if you asked me legitimately did I think I was capable I'd say yes and even then um it's just one of those sad ways athletes are wired we always believe in ourselves no matter how bad it is and uh um, you know I never never gave that up but uh yeah like middle of may it was it was it was hard to it was hard to go to the range some some days and hard to work but we we pushed through and did it anyway Well, when we do our year-in-review shows, Mark, we're going to have, you know, unexpected run of the year, and this is right up there.
2: It has to be up there, and I'm looking at the numbers again here, Adam. He was uh, three shots better than the field this week in strokes game putting, 12th in the field in putting this week, and these are the best of the best. This is the top 70, going, and he was 12th. Mm -hmm. Um, He was first in scrambling. Why do I kind of hesitate and kind of highlight first in scrambling? Well, if you're first in scrambling, that means you were first in that 10-foot range. You know, that's – to be first in scrambling, you got to hit a quality pitch, chip, flop, whatever it is, and then you got to convert the, the 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 tweaky one, yep. the itchy one. You got to make the, that five footer to be. He was twenty three of twenty six. Wow, I mean this Impressive. is the this is the feel good story of the year for anyone who's gone through the dark side of yips. Trust me, I speak from experience. It is a horrible place where you do not want to wake up and go to the golf course and you start to hate the sport. And at this level, if you can feel like that at our level, Mm -hmm. at this level, when you're trying to pay bills and provide for a family and this is your career, I can't even imagine how dark that hole is for Lucas Glover or was. Yeah. So I love this. I absolutely love this for
1: him. It's a great story. And he moves to 16th in the U S Ryder cup team standings. We'll have much more on his chances to play in the Ryder cup later in the show. But when we come back, Bob weeks going to join us. He's on route from Memphis. We'll talk all about the FedEx St. Jude championship. This is golf talk. Canada. This
0: segment of GTC presented by Taylor was brought to you by caddy time the Uber-like app that allows golfers across Canada to add affordable, qualified caddies to any round. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. Visit weathertech.ca.
1: Welcome back inside... GTC Scully and Zucchino here we're on TSN 1050 and you can watch us on TSN 2 from now until noon we're also on TSN 2 next Monday and the Monday after and Mark I know it's been a very busy summer for you busy PJ Tour season you you're making your final road trip of this current pge i know in the fall you're and the fall's
2: quiet though right i mean the fall what do we got six events i believe yeah there's a seventh event that isn't on north american soil so it's a very small schedule in the fall so it's good so this is kind of like the last hurrah i've gotten one one in november on the ground i got another one from home studio but it's it's light but i I mean this uh, to me this is gonna be this week's gonna be i think the best week of the playoffs 25 twosomes, yeah. top 50. Mm-hmm. So you got East Lake on the line, Ryder Cup on the line. This is the big week.
1: It's going to be a big week this week. It was a big week last week. Lucas Glover winning, four Canadians advancing to the next stage of the FedEx Cup playoffs. And for a full recap, a man who was there on a location in sweaty Memphis, Bob Weeks now joins us. Bob, have you cooled off yet from the week that was?
3: Uh, yes, I'm sitting in the airport, so it's a little cooler in here. But uh, yeah, that was something else. That was uh, 40 plus every day with the Humidex. So uh, it was a triple shower day and a double oh. underwear day.
1: Okay, it didn't, Okay, that's a little too much information, but that's fine. That's fine. That's allowed here. Um, so Lucas Glover, we'll start with him. Uh, What a, what a story he has been uh, to, to come back from Mark and I, or Mark just retweeted a video uh, on Twitter where showing Glover with the full on yips, missing a putt from a foot and a half that the ball barely made contact with the putter head. Uh, What do you make of this comeback story from Lucas Glover?
3: Well, he's always been such a tremendous ball striker. First of all, he's one of the nicest guys you'll meet out there, Mm -hmm. but he's always been such a tremendous ball striker. And I think, you know, if you couple that, like if you look at his, he, he leads the tour in proximity when he hits it. So he, he's dialed in with his irons and it had to be the most frustrating thing in the world to sit there and not be able to finish things off. So to couple those two things together, now we're seeing it as not, not just the last two wins, but if you go back to look at the what he did, he, he switched to the long putter at uh, Detroit. And ever since then, he's just been on a roll. And here's a question for you two guys. Mm-hmm. If you are Zach Johnson, uh-huh. Would you rather have Justin Thomas on your team or Lucas Glover right now? Because, man, if a guy can putt, you know how well, that helps in the match play.
2: Well, Bob, I was just, that was my next question to you. So I'll answer it first, but I need to know your choice as well. And, and here's my theory on this, too, Bob. If you're not going to pick Lucas Glover, like if you don't pick Lucas Glover, what's the point in having captain's picks? If you don't pick a guy who is playing lights out, Back-to-back wins, now beating the top 70 on tour, and is got a chance to win the FedEx Cup now. He is fourth in the standings. He's got a chance to win the whole thing. Going to be a tough setup this week in Chicago. If you don't pick Lucas Glover, why don't we just throw out the captain's picks to begin with and just go with the top 12? It means to me that if you don't pick Glover, captain's picks are pointless. Where are you at on this?
3: Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I mean, they haven't done it this year, but, but in past years, you know, they've staggered it and always left one pick right at the end because what the reason they give is you want someone who's playing hot. Well, there's nobody hotter right now than Lucas Glover, and we're not really that far away from the Ryder Cup. So I don't know why you wouldn't at least give him very, you know, a lot of consideration right now. And he's a popular guy. That's the other thing. People love this guy. So he'd be great in the team room. Um, I, I just think it's a it's a no-brainer at this point, especially, you know, if he, if he does something even remotely good in the next two events.
2: You know, the other thing that's interesting too, Bob, and this speaks to the narrative that you and I started chatting about three, three four weeks ago. You and I started on the narrative that, you know this U.S. Ryder Cup team isn't as a heavy favorite as you think it is. Yeah. And there could be an upset on Roman soil. And I I called for this Did you ever... last November. I said this European Ryder Cup team is going to spoil uh, spoil this, and they're going to win in Rome. But, Bob, to your point, to double down on this, the guys in front of Lucas on this list, most of them are cold. Okay, Jordan had a good week. Uh, Colin Morikawa. Has not done much this year. Sam Burns has been absent. Um, Cam Young, Cameron Young. I mean, it's not like to. It's not like if you were to choose Lucas Glover based on what he's done in the last, you know, two months, and even what he's done in the last two weeks, for that matter. But since Detroit, the last twenty-two rounds, if you were to pick him based on that, you're not going to leave a hot hand off this team. They don't exist.
3: No, exactly right, and that's, that's why, you know, I think, I think it's a no-brainer to put him on that team. I think you should just start taking his measurements for the uniform, right? Now <laughs> it, really, it really just seems to be an obvious pick, and, uh, and as I said, you know, he, he checks all the boxes in terms of playing well. He's great off the tee, putting well. I mean, his wedge play was outstanding for the last four I mean, for the four rounds I watched him out here when we could survive the heat and walked around a little bit. Uh, I mean, he's, he's just a, he's just a real solid guy.
1: Okay, just to play devil's advocate here because I, I you know, sometimes I like to say some bold things on the show. But, you know, for the times where the US Ryder Cup team where they chose the hot hand, the Ryder Cup was immediately after the Tour Championship. Think Ryan Moore mm-hmm. back in 2016. Think Tiger Woods, now he's picked a little earlier, but mm-hmm. 2018, he went to France and he just had absolutely nothing in the tank. Phil Mickelson the same thing that that time around. The Ryder Cup is a Five weeks after the Tour Championship. I know what you're saying. So
2: do do hot players, do they really matter that much? I've got a theory on this, guys, if you want to hear it. Sure. I don't think Lucas Glover is the hot hand because he's hot. I think Lucas Glover is the hot hand because he has taken a career weakness that almost ended his career and has turned it into a mathematical positive. He was 12th in strokes game putting this week. He's been positive strokes game putting for the last 22 rounds. This isn't a hot player. This is a player who has reinvented the greatest weakness of his game and is now showing off the ball striker that he's always been. You buying into that, Bob?
3: Very much so. I think, and I think the, you know, the hot hand is, is only as much as you can measure where the heat's coming from. And by that, I mean like he's going to finish up at the Tour Championship and probably not going to play for those weeks. But nobody's going to play that's right. going to be in consideration for the team. So you've got to go with recent what, what what you know recently in in recent form from some of these guys. So uh, that's why the that's why the captain's job's never easy, right? I mean, that's going to be a lot of fun to watch what Zach Johnson does.
2: Bob, uh, Adam is hot on JT. If he's making a pick right now, if if Adam Scully was the captain of the of the U.S. Ryder Cup team, he's picking Justin Thomas. Are uh-huh. you? I can't figure this out. I I don't know where I stand on this because he show he kind of didn't show me much. The ball striking was horrible. Uh, he almost got into the playoffs with with really substandard ball striking for Justin Thomas. But there's the narrative that he's a lot of the heart and soul of that team. And again, the guys in front of him aren't playing great anyway. So, what do you do if you're the captain with Justin Thomas?
3: Hey, you know, if I if I'm if I'm Zach Johnson, I got to sit down there and measure about who who comes out to tip, to put him in. So you know, I, am going to compare Justin Thomas to Sam Burns, or I'm going to compare him to another player and just say, what are my pluses? What are my minuses? Justin Thomas obviously has a lot of pluses in terms of experience, in terms of being a great guy on the team, in in terms of potential. Um, You know, he's not going to get overwhelmed by a, by a Ryder cup. Not that too many of the guys do generally speaking in their first go around or second go around, but still, You know, it's the intangible thing that would make me want to pick him, not the recent form that he's been shown. Because, as you just said, Mark, it's pretty horrendous.
1: It certainly is, but you know what? I'm uh, I'm firm on JT, and we'll have more on that later in the show next week, uh, the works, uh, as we uh, get closer to the Ryder Cup. But this was a big week, uh, Bob, for Canadian golf, as this whole year has been a big year for Canadian golf. We'll get to Stephen Ames in a little bit, but... To have four Canadians now make it to the BMW Championship, you spoke to all five who were there throughout the week. What, what was the buzz like on the grounds to have all those Canadians in the mix and who all now have a legitimate chance to make the Tour Championship, too?
3: You know, it was heartbreaking for Mac. Yeah. That's uh, the first thing that comes out right now to finish. There's no, you know, I was talking with Adam. Had when last after we interviewed, and I said I, I don't know about you, but I would have rather finished 65th than 51st. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Yeah, no question. You know, 51st is just ugly because you can probably think back to you know a tournament somewhere along the line where you might have thrown away uh, a half a round or something, or even you know two holes that could have given you extra points that would have put you over the top this week, and you drive yourself crazy." going back and thinking about that, but that's that's just to me, that's the first thing that stands out is just, oh my gosh. You know, as he said, I'm a procrast I'm a procrastinator. I don't even do the dishes. My wife has to bug me about that. So, you know, he was he was hurt and crushed. And I don't I don't uh, I I don't begrudge him that because it comes, you know, being in the top fifty comes with a lot of benefits, as you guys I'm sure, have mm-hmm. talked about all those signature events. And that's what Adam said, interestingly enough, he said, you know, we were most of us were so focused on getting inside the top fifty that you may have played a little safer down the line in, in as opposed to trying to press to get yourself into a better position for, for this week to get into the top 30. But the top 50 is really kind of where it's all about, and, and all these guys now have, um, have hit that, and you're going to get in the signature events. And generally speaking, most of these guys will get in the majors probably by their world rankings, and they won't have to uh, you know, w- worry about getting in the top 30 next week. But... This is a huge thing for Canadian golf. Again, it's, it's, you know, the greatest year we've had for the Canadian men's golf, I think. And, um, and to see four of them now going on. We had four last year, but don't forget last year the BMW Championship had, what, 70 players? Top in it. Now 70. Yeah,
2: it's a much yeah. bigger window, Bob, to your yeah, point.
3: you're just and, talking uh, about 50, so this is, this is still huge.
2: Yeah, those 50 are locked in now, to your point. Designated events, many benefits. All the movement in the FedEx fall can only happen from 51 and up. Your top 50 are your top 50 now. This is that it's huge, and I'm with you. I mean, I feel so bad for him. It's, it's a fraction of a putt here, or a, 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 like you say, a few holes stretched there. But okay, Bob, at the Wyndham Championship, I put the over under at two and a half. I said to Skulls, I said, All right, Skulls, we're going to have five going to the playoffs. There's only 30 spots at the tour championship. It's unlikely that we're going to get, you know, four or five guys going to the tour championship. There's only so many spots. I put the over under at two and a half Canadians at Eastlake. We've got four of them inside the top 40 right now before we get to the BMW. Do you want the over or do you want the under two and a half Canadians Eastlake?
3: Sadly, I think I'm going to take the under. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be two. I think it's just too hard for guys to make big, big moves unless you're going to win. Um, and I don't doubt that they can do that. but. Uh, I think uh, I, I mean Adam Hadwin is putting really, really well right now. He could do something special, but I, I would say Corey and Nick are going to be the two guys who go on, and get into the uh, Tour Championship.
1: Now, Bob, uh, before we let you go, we had a full recap of uh, Thursday's dominance at the Toronto Hunt Club, and <laughs> we, were, uh, we were texting throughout uh, the day, and uh, I want to yeah. get your input because you put out one of the greatest Instagram My posts that, that the internet has, quite frankly, ever seen. Uh, a, a <laughs> how did you come up with that, and B, how do you like our outfits?
3: Uh, I showed your, I showed your picture around to a few people and, uh, the shoes got, the shoes got most of the attention. They were sort of glowing. And I came up with the idea because I mean, it was the first thing that came to my mind seeing you two together. (laughs) (laughs) I I had a, I could feel for you guys because, uh, I was working with Wayne St. Germain, our cameraman who's based in Montreal. He's six, seven. Oh, so, uh, so I was standing beside him and I looked very similar, but not quite. I mean, you guys are, are Mutt and Jeff out there and, uh, Although you did, uh, you did more like Tiger and Phil on the uh, on the golf course. You guys played very very well. I mean, amazing to to win that thing. And Mark, I understand uh, you've been playing well. And don't worry, I have told everyone that you play golf with on the PGA Tour, all your friends. I have told them about that round you shot at Tobacco Road and your win at the. Oh, at the so, so don't think you're getting any extra strokes.
2: Okay, thanks, Bob. Thank you so much. Yeah, no, I don't, we don't know what happened, but uh, Lightning in a Bottle last week, we had a blast, and uh, and the guys at the Toronto Hunt can't believe how far. Our our young Adam hits a golf ball. Uh, Some of them are... I've never seen one over there before. I'm getting a lot of... You you know my golf game, Bob. It's uh,
1: it's an adventure, that's for sure. But it was a good adventure last week. And for you, hopefully a safe adventure home from Memphis. We'll talk to you tomorrow evening for Golf Talk Canada Television. Thanks for joining us, Bob.
0: Take care, guys. Later, Weeksy.
1: That is Bob Weeks heading back home. He's home for a week. Then he's off to the CPKC Women's Open at Shaughnessy which is uh, next week, I guess. No. Yeah, it's the oh.
2: week of the Tour Championship. That's correct, which is week next week
1: yeah. uh, coming up. Okay, on the other side, we'll have an update on 20 weeks of TaylorMade as we're almost finished. And
2: we're going to have a story from Mark, with you your weak stomach. Yeah. And I've got a request for our friends at TaylorMade. Oh, boy. I need, I need, a new, I need some gear
1: sent to the house. Okay, Nick, Robert, if you're listening, you should. Maybe I'll send an email here to, to tune in. <laughs> Golf Talk Canada, much more coming up after the break. This segment of
0: GTC, presented by TaylorMade, was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by TaylorMade. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. Home to 80 great courses, 60 miles of sandy shores, endless dining and entertainment. Visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com to start planning your golf trip today.
1: Wrapping up hour one here on GTC, Adam Scully alongside Mark Zucchino. 20 weeks of tailor-made, just a couple of weeks left in our season-long leaderboard. El Pistolaro currently leading over John C., and RD Moore, you're going to want to stay tuned to our prize for this week because the prize this week hasn't been released to the public yet, Mark. Ooh. So okay, okay, don't, don't say anything, but right. uh, it's being released uh, very soon, and we're giving away prizes that the public hasn't seen
2: yet. Can't even buy it. Can't even see it. Can't even buy it. Can't How even buy tight it. is the top
1: in that top three or four? Ooh, it? this it's El tight. Pistolaro currently has a. $5 million dollar lead oh my and there's a big race from second through to ninth which is only about two and a half million dollars well okay you know, season long so
2: race. but we have a a favorite right now to bring we do. This, to bring this
1: home We're to bring the whole kit and caboodle home and you know 20 weeks of Taylor maybe did try something a little different this yeah, year it but fun. it's been fun yeah I, think so. Pool, I think so absolutely like
2: 8,000 people yeah, in participating which, is, which and, is amazing yeah it's been awesome now Hopefully we do it again next
1: year totally now speaking of Taylor made uh, awesome. you are a uh we're all we're brand ambassadors for TaylorMade. Members we, of Team TaylorMade. We love their round members. You shot a couple of great rounds last week, but it wasn't
2: without some hardships, without some so, moments. So I, I wasn't going to tell this story on the air, but Christian Anderson, yeah. who's a regular listener he and viewer is. of the show, and he hit me up on social media, and he said, "What you shoot? Like what was the number?" When I put up the scorecard with the with the albatross, right? I said, "Well, that's." Kind of not the story, Oh, but you know what? Okay, I, I told Adam I'd tell the story on the air, so... I, I, I'm not... Yeah, okay. So here it goes. So Okay. Um, Hope you're not eating. Let's go back uh, about a month or so ago. Okay. I got one of those beautiful, big, uh, tailor-made player towels, right? So we go to Glen Abbey, and Michael Block, who's also a member of Team Tailor-Made, says to me, I need a towel. I'm out here for like two hours hitting shots from 90 yards to this hole-in-one challenge. Can I get your towel? I go, here. He goes, oh, perfect. It's tailor-made. Yeah, we're all team, team tailor-made. Here's the towel. I forget to get my towel back from Michael Block. So he leaves. I leave. He's got my player's towel. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I go home. I've got another one there. I open up the package. I think they come in twos when they ship them to you. I'm not 100%. Anyway, get the other one. Open it up. Off go to Florida. Now, if you're unaware... Adam and I uh, suffer from uh, uh, conditions that have similar. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Symptoms.
1: Symptoms. Yes. Symptoms.
2: Uh, you you had a great march for, for Crohn's again this yes, year. Re- yes. Uh, hit all your targets. And then some. Raised a bunch of money. Yeah. Uh, for Crohn's, and you've been a great spokesperson for all of it. I have uh, IBS, okay. which yep. is uh, which is different. Irritable bowel syndrome. For but those. the symptoms. Quite similar. Can be very similar. Yeah. So I've met Tobacco Road. It's 105 degrees in the shade. Uh-huh. I'm pouring sweat. And one of the big no-nos is uh any kind of da- like dairy, like oh, yeah. yogurt, ice cream, that kind of stuff is like complete no-no. And Mrs. Golf Talk Canada says to me, you haven't eaten. You must be hungry. After nine. Would you like half of my chicken salad sandwich? And she hands the sandwich. And as she's handing it over, I look down and I just see the mayo and the, and I'm going, I'm starving, but this ain't, this might not be a good idea. All I'm picturing is like in the movies, while all you see is no. Yes. If you were there, if you were there, yeah. it would have been the slow, yeah. slow mo dive. Well, I make the wrong call. Mm. Sure. Let's eat the sandwich. Well, about four holes later, oh boy, when it hits. let's just say Disaster. the second tailor made towel goes down,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: <laughs> so I'll let you fill in the blanks yeah. from there, but it's a hundred degrees. I'm pouring sweat, I'm getting stabbed in the stomach mm-hmm. by this uh chicken salad sandwich, yeah, so guys uh, Nick, uh Robert Robert uh sizz, Dave, anybody. If you could send me a couple towels, uh, that would be greatly appreciated.
1: I mean, to shoot 62 is one thing. To shoot 62 with an albatross is another thing. To shoot 62 with an IBS attack, (laughs) I got to (laughs) say, bravo. That is so. That is so impressive. Uh, I'm really glad oh. you told the very, very PG13 version of that too. Uh, very, very good. <laughs> we have no other way to segue from that. So that's hour one here on GTC. When we come back, hour two, Kristen Murphy going to join us around the table. We'll discuss the U.S. Ryder Cup team two and winners. Weird and what? A lot going on in the world of golf. All that and more coming up. Hour two next. This segment of
0: GTC, presented by TaylorMade, was brought to you by Playgolf Myrtle Beach, the golf capital of the world. Thank you for listening to Hour One of GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit GolfTalkCanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television, weekly on the TSN Television Network. This is Hour 2 of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. Why Picton Mahoney? Visit PictonMahoney.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino, Bob Weeks, and Adam Scully.
1: Welcome back. Inside Hour 2, the back nine here on GTC. Adam Scully, Mark Sacchino, and now joining us around the table, Kristen Murphy. Hello, Murph. Hi. How are you? I'm
4: fantastic. How are you guys?
1: What's up with the all-black memo here? No t- if you're watching you us on talk to One another. 2 no. you know, yeah. Mark and I did have an elaborate text exchange over our victorious outfits, may I add, uh, the Toronto Hunt member guest. But not today. But not today. There this was just
4: happened organically. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just... I don't know. Working on a Monday vibes. Dark and disturbed. <laughs> yeah, dark and working on a Monday. Working
1: vibe. on a Monday. So uh, we're we're dressed a little dark, but it's a great day, uh, of course. And
2: I'm uh, mourning the end of the FedEx Cup playoffs, eventually coming to an end. So right, going right. Slow morning. The early, early morning yeah, the is early very morning. interesting. That's but long, long if I was being honest, down. if yeah. I was being honest, my golf season starts September first. I'd be wearing full colors oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
4: I like
1: that. Every color under the rainbow, you'll be rocking. But but uh, so you were covering uh, the FedEx St. You championship yeah. for uh, Center, TSN. So you watched Lucas Glover sweat his way oh. to victory. Uh, <laughs> but overall, just, you know what? This is a guy who was absolutely lost. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who didn't play in any of the majors. And now he's fourth in the FedEx Cup standings. How do you summarize what you've seen from Lucas Glover?
4: It's so wild what he's doing at age 43 is so rare. I mean, golf has really become a young person's game. And then you add his age. You add, I mean, not that it was a one-off last week, but I don't think many people picked him to win. But then to back it up, go back to back on the PGA Tour, so hard to do at his age. What's at stake? This is is the playoffs now. And um, obviously there's Ryder Cup chats looming as well that are certainly going to be even spicier Mm -hmm. because he's making more and more of a case for himself. Um, But, yeah, you throw in the added element, too, of the heat and the humidity for a guy that's a little bit older. You think maybe that'll catch up to him. I don't know about you guys, but watching him dunk his hands, his gloveless hands, obviously. We're we're getting
2: into that. Into the the cooler. I know.
4: all I could think of was, like, does that not go too far the other way? Like, are you not numb now? Don't you want to be able to feel the grip? It was blowing my mind. It was crazy. The pants obviously stole the show. I'm not going to break them down. (laughs) I think it's out there. There are images out there, Um, but it was super impressive. And obviously the clutch putting down the stretch, he also had a little bit of adversity, the borderline embedded looking Mm -hmm. lie. I mean, things could have gone off the rails. And then next thing you know, you find yourself in a playoff with Mr. Playoffs, Patrick Cantlay. He was looking for his fourth, Playoff event in six in the last six, yeah. so that's pretty scary. He's also had time to rest. He's cooled down, hit the AC for a little bit, mm-hmm. mixed in a water, some yeah. electrolytes, and he should he, have been
2: the favorite to win absolutely. that playoff. Absolutely, and then he yeah. rinses
4: it in the water. I was shocked by the tee shot I, finding the water. I thing. find
2: the two things like so bizarre in that conversation is that why is it certain certain times? It's not like the playoffs that we always play the same golf courses. Okay, Memphis is definitely in that scenario where we now but that's only recent. Memphis was not a playoff event a couple of years ago. No. Okay? TPC Southwind is a golf course that we're familiar with, but not a golf course that was always in a playoff ro- rota. Cantley when he won the BMW championship was at a golf course he never saw before, okay? So it's weird, it's almost seasonal. Like these guys like, hmm. okay, oh, this is my time of year where my game somehow comes around. Hmm. This is the time of year for Cantley. Here he is again. Right. Kind of been absentee this year, right? He hasn't won. Okay. He hasn't broken through in the majors either. Right. Which we're all waiting for. Nothing. Yes. Here he is. And the other thing I find interesting is none of us had Lucas Glover this week when we're Mm. talking about picks and TSN edge and no one talked about Glover. We were just going, okay, his run is kind of over. He's got the win. He's going to go back into darkness. And here he is again. So. Have we learned our lesson? Well, Is he on your radar yeah. this week when we go to Chicago? I mean, I I don't expect
4: him to not play well all of a sudden. I think the momentum will carry over. No, I don't expect him to go three in, three a, row. in a row. No, that's nearly impossible. But again, I would have said that last week. Will he go back to back? Um, but because he's figured out the putting, he's always been a good ball striker, as you've mentioned. By the way, watching that backstory on SportsCenter last oh. night. Seeing some of those short putts, that stuff will give you nightmares. Mm-hmm. That will keep you up at night. And I, I wonder. Obviously, he's figured it out for now. But does that ever completely? Does it leave come your back? mind?
2: It does. So I will tell you this, just from a, so from a a, a, a neurological standpoint, uh, they 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 don't even know what the yips are. Mm-hmm. All they know is that the message is. Uh, are, are not being sent correctly. It's almost the it's, when they when you hear a doctor describe it. And I wish we had a doctor on to describe it because I'm not a doctor and I don't even play one on radio. Not yet. <laughs> but they, they 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 describe it similar to almost like a stroke victim. How the messages from the brain wow. cannot get sent to the mouth cannot can, so you lose your you, you can lose your uh, you know uh, ability to speak right. yada yada, wow. and it's involuntary. It's an involuntary movement. The twitch, the this yeah, and it's about rerouting the message, so so when you do something drastic, like go to a long putter right. split the hands and do something that is completely foreign and doesn't feel like everything you've been doing your entire career, I'm doing the left handed version, suppose on <laughs> if you're watching us right now, yeah, sorry, yeah. right <laughs> that it, Dr. It's, here. now it's re ro- it has rerouted the messaging, and you can kind of bypass the, the break in the system. And you're good again. Here's the one caveat in all this. It can come back. Once you get comfortable and this feels nor. the minute this feels normal, it can come back. Does it always come back? No. And if it does come back, can it come back to the same degree? 100%. Yeah. Unlikely? But... But you can still fight it. To your point, Murph, you can still fight this the rest of your career. That's terrible. And we did see him miss a little one mm-hmm. on the on the weekend, yes. right? We did see it. Yeah. Now, was it just a bad read? Was it just a bad stroke? Are we going to be those people now that every time he makes a bad stroke, we go, it's back. There it yeah. is. I mean, there yes, it is, he, right?
4: Once you know that he's dealt with that issue, it's hard I, I find myself thinking about it. How could he not be thinking?
1: Totally. About it? Mm-hmm. 100%. Now, 100%. The U.S. Ryder Cup team, that's a hot topic. Mm-hmm. If you're Zach Johnson or you're one of Zach Johnson's captain's assistants, right. is he on your squad?
4: Okay, so I've changed my thought process on this. If you asked me a week ago, even though he just came off a win, I would have said, no, I would mm-hmm. go JT over Glover. However, now he's won twice and JT doesn't have the opportunity to prove where he's at. He's not here, he didn't make the playoffs. JT will be back at a Ryder Cup in the future. I think we can say that with a lot of confidence. Will Glover be back in this position again? I would not think not. And yeah. I think it would be an incredible story to see him mm-hmm. there. At the same time, a great story would be to see if JT makes the team. What does his game look like over there? Does well, he just I ask does he you become questions. a hero?
2: I got a question for both of you. Mm-hmm. Right now, you have eight feet to win the Ryder Cup. <laughs> Who's making that putt for you right now? Lucas Glover or Justin Thomas? Oh, Lucas Glover.
1: I'm still going, JT.
2: Bro. Oh, Well, that's how you decide. I mean, JT. if you're going to be Zach Johnson mm-hmm. in this scenario, is that not the question you're asking yourself here? If I have For eight sure. feet yeah. and I ha- have to have someone putt it yeah. and I'm looking at down this line mm-hmm. and there's Glover and there's Justin Thomas, I'm picking Lucas well, Glover all day right Glover now. Glover made one super clutch on 17 oh, around ever? that yes. length yesterday. Mm-hmm. So I'm right.
4: going just recent history. Right. And sorry, okay. JT.
2: He hasn't hit a barn door if he's standing no. in front of it. With, and by the way, with but his I've irons on as well. Yeah. Yes.
1: I'm on an island all by myself. It's fine, guys. <laughs> it's fine. I'm here, lone wolf. It's fine. It's fine. We'll anyway. Always we'll got to be different. Always we'll got to be. It's the goalie in me, right? Anyway, uh, <laughs> big week for uh, Canadians as well. Yes. Or make it to hmm. the BMW Championship. All four inside the top 40 right now. Hmm. Uh, we set our over-under at two and a half to make the Tour Championship, top 30 for you are you on over or under two and a half to make the tour championship next week
4: i'm on under yeah and I, it's tough I yeah i mean i'd like to. Be bob's on under over, two but... bob
2: just gave us the okay. under two
4: and where are you at
2: i'm still thinking about it but okay. i think i'm going lone wolf i think I th- i've got taylor and connor's already there yeah in my yes, mind me too mm-hmm. i think one of adam one of the adams does something crazy this week and finds a way in. I don't know why. Have one at him there. You know why? I, I, I just feel know. like it's just one of those years. It's just yeah. one of those
4: years for the red and white. That you was know? that was tough watching Mackenzie Hughes yeah. yesterday. I watched yeah. his whole round and yeah. obviously we knew it was at stake. But really, it was the seventy-five on Saturday that put him in that. Yeah, that position. was the position. 100%. So then it's just all the pressure and he wasn't hitting it well off the tee. So he was kind of behind the eight ball, scrambling. And then you know, I'm watching the the live update FedEx standings, and it's it was so Mm -hmm. stressful. I know he wasn't watching to that level while he was playing, but, you know, two chip-ins, and it seemed like, okay, there's a chance, it's possible. All the credit to him for grinding it out, because I think he easily could have, in the heat, you know, sort of, like, packed it in, and I don't know. I I respect the finish, and you could Mm. tell, you know, Bob Weeks did so many great interviews with all of the Canadians this week, and you could tell it, meant a lot to him, and it was going to be a bit of a stressful afternoon watching, and now it's out of your hands. and yeah. So, yeah, tough one for him. 51st, but, oh. you know.
2: So I'm going with Adam Hadwin. Yeah, I'm going with Adam okay. Hadwin to do something special this mm-hmm. week to get the third red and white in the field. He was 6.3 shots better than the field in strokes, gained putting all week, led the wow. field number one, Adam Hadwin. He struggled off the tee if he could just – Find some more fairways when we get to Chicago. If as long as he keeps rolling it into a bathtub, mm-hmm. what's he going to need? Top ten,
1: very likely for sure. Probably. A I haven't top crunched 10. Th- those numbers yet. <laughs> yeah. but we'll we well,
2: he's thirty uh... well, seventh right now. Yeah. Did we? So say? you would think top ten. Yeah.
4: Well, and Bob spoke to him after his round on Saturday, and I thought it was Adam gives such a great interview. I find, and he was very insightful about how at the start of the mat, of the of the round on Saturday he was feeling really off, like borderline kind of scared over the ball, wasn't sure if it was the right shot, how it was going to go. But he mentally said he got through it, and he was able to talk himself back on track, and then he put together a decent round, and I thought that was super impressive. Mm -hmm. So if he's had some kind of like mental breakthrough, that's Mm -hmm. only going to help him going forward.
2: He just moved up seven spots with a tie for 16th from 44th to 37th he needs to move up another seven this week it's harder to move up in the second leg because the players you're trying to leapfrog have accumulated like it's Mm. harder to move up so my guess is somewhere around a top 10 maybe depending on who's in front of them too like are the players in front like you know yeah Yeah. so maybe inside top 15 but Uh, definitely top 10 and he's going
1: 100 percent now murph you you do the packs for the highlight packs for sports center and we see the leaders we see some other stuff happened too, from Tom Kim rolling his pants up to an uncomfortably <laughs> high level. Pants are a hot topic yeah. this week. Uh, but how about John Roms week? Like the, oh, he was he's struggling yeah, off he the tee, isn't he?
4: Yeah, and that was the big thing. And it was it was so odd to see him struggling to that extent, um, with his drives because that's such a strength of his game and you just kind of assume he's automatic. Mm-hmm. And so Obviously that threw him off, but yeah, super uncharacteristic. I really expected him to come in and yeah. at least be, you know, top five.
1: One hundred percent. It's just a, a weird one. Okay, so we got two more events in the FedEx Cup mm-hmm. playoffs before yes. we sign off and let you go. Yes. Who's your pick? Who's your FedEx Cup one? I'm putting you on the spot this here. This is okay. I'm it's going tough.
4: Tommy Fleetwood. Oh, okay.
1: I like that, Tommy oh! Lad. There we Tommy go. Lad,
4: twenty-two top five finishes on the PGA Tour without a win that's insanity and yesterday he comes out laser after the weather delay at the first birdie i'm going okay it's tommy's day Mm. sloppy bogey at the next hole then kind of falls into neutral and i just want him to break through so bad and i know i'm not alone there
2: no okay i think rory's gonna win another one and it's not gonna mean a thing yeah isn't that sad (laughs)
4: number that's
2: that yeah Yeah. another one and it'll be his third win of the year yep another another fedex cup Hmm. Defends his FedEx Cup, and we're all gonna go. Now what? Went twenty fourteen. Where's the major? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is so sad because he's such a good guy and yeah. and so brilliant. Absolutely. And you know the probably the you know let, always park Tiger side. You know Tiger that's different. Mm-hmm. Side. Yep. But in today's game, in today's world, likely the most naturally gifted mm-hmm. player in the world. Right, naturally gifted, mm-hmm. and here we are. Oh, yay! Another FedEx Cup for you, right? Top it's five, art.
4: another top 10.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well,
1: what I do know is that if Tommy Fleetwood goes on and wins the FedEx Cup, we're going to play that clip yes! for the Tommy. next decade <laughs> right here across the TSN network. Murph, thanks for your time thanks, this morning. You Murph. <laughs> catch Murph's uh, writing and all of her action on Instagram, Twitter, SportsCenter, the highlight packs, and all that, and so much more. Okay, on the other side, we're going to take a deep dive into the U.S. Ryder Cup team. Am I nuts for still thinking Justin Thomas? is going to be on the team, probably, but I'm sticking to that until the picks are made. Golf Talk Canada comes back next.
0: This segment of GTC was presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. For over 15 years, our focus has been on helping Canadians stay invested in all market conditions, including this one. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cobble Beach, Georgian Bay's extraordinary waterfront golf resort community. Learn more about their award-winning golf course and growing community. Visit cobblebeach.com today.
1: Welcome back inside GTC. Scully and Zucchino alongside Winner's Beard and What coming up in our next segment and a hot topic that's going to continue to be a busy topic in the world of golf is the Ryder Cup because it's less than 50 days away and throughout our next couple weeks on the show we'll look at the U.S. team rankings the European team rankings when picks are made
2: who would we pick and that's where we're going now this is brutal yeah I'm looking at this and (laughs) and the more I look at it I mean Zach Johnson for a guy who's supposed to be coming in with this team that is this heavy favorite I'm looking at this Adam and I I keep banging my head against the wall. I don't know where he goes with this. Yeah. Okay. So right now, But want to go back and forth six picks.
1: I think we do. So All right, right okay. you go so ahead. Right start now,
2: with your first pick. So let's just let's give our tops. So well, the, the six that qualify
1: right now. So Scheffler and Clark are in. They're they're signed. Cannot be caught. Cannot be caught. Uh, third, Patrick Cantlay. Fourth, Open Champion Brian Harmon. Fifth, PGA Champion Brooks Kepka. Sixth, right now is Max. So those six are in, obviously that can change, but for you, Mark,
2: who is your, who is your next pick? I mean, okay. So Xander Shoffley is next up on the list. And I think, you know, I think you've got to go with Xander Shoffley. He's one of the better players in the world. And he and Cantley as a team, if Cantley's a lock for this team, which he pretty much is at this point, Mm -hmm then I think you need to have that, that tandem and keep that team united. So I will stick. So Xander Shoffley is my first pick. He just happens to be next on the list. But yeah, Xander Shoffley.
1: I, I'm t- I totally agree. You know, hasn't won yet this season, but he's had another consistent season. He's another guy I wouldn't be surprised if he reels off back-to-back wins here in the FedEx Cup. He might be on my TSN edge team for this week. Xander Shoffley, uh, my next pick. Okay, according to the U.S. team standings, next up, Jordan Spieth. Coming off a good week. This guy has good Ryder Cup, President's Cup pedigree. Mm -hmm. For you, is Spieth on your squad? I think so. Okay.
2: Um, I think he's there. I think, um, man, you know, he came so close this year to uh, having a really big bounce back. Yeah. It just kind of didn't happen. Um, But I'm going to stick with Jordan. So I think my first two are are locks. I think Jordan Spieth and Xander Shoffley— are locks for me and then it gets super difficult i'm just trying to find spieth here pull up his seat. yeah where it, are you going next?
1: Yeah, okay so I, i'm with Speeth as well and you know we saw that uh the, the shot he hit at whistling Straits, where he basically hit a chip shot directly up in the air bob called it one of the greatest shots he's ever seen flat out period of course justin thomas my guy missed the four footer after that that's okay
2: anyway so here we are i got him here i mean if you look at jordan's year it it is incredibly consistent he has a runner-up he has seven top tens yeah um he does have a couple of bad weeks don't get me wrong but t4 at the masters lost in a playoff at the rbc heritage t3 at valspar t4 at arnold palmer t6 at wm phoenix open t5 at memorial Uh, tied for six this week. So it's not just where the top tens have happened. It's not just that he has got, sorry, seven top tens. It's where the top tens have happened. He's done well in huge events. His best performances have come in designated events and majors. Mm -hmm.
1: And he's, to me, he's a lock on this team. So So those are
2: my first two locks. Uh, Now it
1: gets a little interesting because ninth on the U.S. team standings right now Mm -hmm. is Cameron Young. Mm-hmm. who couple top tens in majors this season.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, some bizarre finishes as well. A new caddy, Paul Tessori, Is Cameron Young on your squad? I don't know yet. My next pick is Lucas Glover. Okay, next pick is, let's just write that in here.
2: Because Lucas right now is the hottest player in the world. He's 16th on this list. And what are picks for if you don't add the guys playing the best right now? And I think to my point with Lucas, this is more than... He's hot, like he's got a swing thought that's working, or mm-hmm. it's not something like that, which we've seen in years past with Billy Horschel in the playoffs, right? Just hit the hit the switch at the right time, rode a hot wave. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. not that it. This is a guy that had a crippling deficiency in his game and has fixed it, okay, and you start to ask your question, start to ask yourself what the last six years of Lucas Glover's life could have looked like. Career-wise, yeah, totally. If he had to figure this out six years ago, yeah. right? So, Lucas Glover's my third pick.
1: Okay, he's your third pick. My third pick. I'm going with Ricky Fowler. He is my third pick. A guy who's had Ryder Cup success before. Obviously, the Renaissance year, uh, the comeback year. 173rd in the official world golf ranking at one point, 2022. Now he's inside the top 30. Ricky Fowler, my third pick. So now we've we've we each picked three captains
2: selections, and Who we have there? only one different picks so far. We do. We do. Which is Now we do
1: spend a lot of time together, right. but let's, let's But go.
2: I've got Glover as my third pick and okay. you went Fowler yep. as your third pick. And my fourth pick is Ricky Fowler. Okay. Uh Ricky Fowler who has been uh, a model of consistency this year. Obviously, the win in Detroit was huge, but forget the win. Look at the just how good he has played all year. 21 Of 23 cuts, eight top tens, runner-up, a victory, performing once again in major championships and designated events. Uh, Ricky Fowler, since winning, has had uh, a hard time kind of getting the mojo back. I think he's just, uh, you know, maybe a bit of an exhale after climbing the mountain again. I would not be surprised to see really uh, Ricky Fowler find the mojo back as early as this week. Okay, I like that. Going Ricky Fowler.
1: Ricky Fowler is your your fourth selection as for me i'm really going back and forth here between a couple of guys i'm going to go with more experience again and colin morikawa who has had a weird year for sure yeah. had the big lead at century lost in the playoff in detroit uh, uh, some you know some driver issues two-way misses but colin morikawa did perform well you can also partner him with a lot of different guys too which is critical yeah in that format so colin morikawa my fourth selection
2: now, here's where I think this becomes starts to become impossible. Mm-hmm. I, I feel really good about my top four yeah. that I just went with. Mm-hmm. I know you probably feel really pretty good about your top four, except that fourth one was a little harder for you. It was a real, yeah. So I'm going to go as well with Morikawa as my fifth. But this is that part of the, the process where, I, I mean, it, it's not pretty. What have you done for me lately? I, you know He's played consistent. At times, but it's weird. It's like it's top 10, miscut. It's top 15, miscut. I don't know. You know, he lost in the playoff to Ricky Fowler and Adam Hadwin at the Rocket Mortgage. When he has the cut going, listen, when he has the cut going, he finishes in the top 20, possibly the top 10. Mm -hmm. When he can't hit the cut, he misses the cut. It's that, it's almost that night and day, yeah. but I'm going with Colin Morikawa for one simple reason, one simple, simple reason only there ain't much better. I like, build me a case for anybody else here. Who is that much better than the year that Colin Morikawa had? Um, you know, he's, he's 10th on this list. I'll go with Morikawa, but I got to tell you, I do not feel confident about this.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've picked five selections. My fifth selection, I am going Keegan Bradley. I'm picking him over Cameron Young. Keegan Bradley's played well this season. He's played well in the Ryder Cup on road turf in in uh, in the past, thinking back to 2014. I know that's a long time ago, but still, he's had success. He knows what it's like to play on away turf. I'm going Keegan Bradley. Okay, your sixth and final pick.
2: And I'm going to go Keegan Bradley as well, based on what you uh, outlined, but also based on the fact that, you know, this season, he has also won twice. Yep. And he's a streaky guy. He's a hot guy. I worry about him in terms of compatibility in two-man team, even though he's had success. He is a quirky guy, a fidgety guy, and might be hard to team with. It's not exactly a calming influence when it comes to Ricky Fowley. Mm -hmm. Uh, Excuse me, when it comes to Keegan Bradley, not exactly a calming influence. So you have to be very, very careful who you put him with. But because I just don't have any confidence at all in Justin Thomas? It was Keegan Bradley or Cameron Young for me. It was never going to be Justin Thomas. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the two wins over the no wins. I'll go with Bradley.
1: But well, we all know my final pick. Yes, Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas is my final pick. I'm going past based experience. on
2: past experience. Totally, totally based on
1: and he'll play with Jordan Speed. Yes, he'll probably excel because and he'll. He'll play the momentum, the adrenaline card, that sort of thing. Plus, he's six-two and one in previous Ryder Cups. Justin Thomas, my final pick. I have these written down. All right. So when the picks are made, we can applaud I, each other. We can laugh at each other. I
2: think you're going to be right. I don't think okay. I'm at. Yeah, I don't think I'm. I'm correct. Okay. I'm going with who I would pick, right. not who Zach's going to pick. Right. I think Zach's going to be a lot more cautious mm-hmm. than what you and I have been, and I also think he's going to take Justin Thomas. And I also think that we are uh, approaching a scenario in six weeks where that moment in time, where Zach Johnson selects Justin Thomas, there's going to be a putt that counts on Sunday where that decision is either going to haunt Zach Zach Johnson the rest of his life or make him look like a a genius. Mm -hmm. That scenario is coming on your couch on a Sunday in six weeks.
1: Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And it's my favorite tournament of the year to watch. The Ryder Cup, can't wait for it. Uh, We'll get Bob's take uh, on his U.S. Ryder Cup team on Wednesday's edition of GTC. On the other side, it is winners, it is weird, it is what? Right here on GTC.
0: This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cobble Beach, Georgian Bay's extraordinary waterfront golf resort community. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Cadillac. Experience Cadillac. Join one of our agents for a personalized virtual live tour of Cadillac SUVs, sedans, and EVs. Book your tour at cadillac.ca slash live.
1: Welcome back inside. Golf Talk Canada, Adam Scully alongside Mark Zucchino. It is that time of the show. It is winners, weird, and what this week. Mark, you have the two.
3: I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I
0: want the truth. You can't
2: handle the truth. All right, my winner this week, and you know we sometimes Harry Diamond gets beaten up a little bit in the media. Everybody wondering, you know, does you know Rory need a new caddy, uh-huh. and could he benefit from a veteran caddy and majors and somebody to, I don't know, bounce things off of or I don't know, calm the nerves, yada yada, and turn this uh, misfortune and majors around. But Harry Diamond's my winner this week because he went shopping at Edwin Watts. Did you read this right now? Scotty Scheffler switched putters this week. He sure did. But so did Rory Mm McIlroy. And Rory didn't go through the process that Scotty Scheffler went through with, as you know, with our friends at TaylorMade, dialing in a spider, a lot of testing, a lot, like there was a lot of tinkering when it came to Scotty Scheffler to, in their minds, get that, you know, in his mind, get that spider just right. Rory went into his garage and just started yanking out old putters and just started whacking putts on his carpet and went, oh. This one here kind of feels okay. But when he measured it up against his current putter, it was one-eighth of an inch longer than the current putter. One-eighth of an inch. So tour vans typically leave property on Tuesday to make their way to the next week's event. So the tailor-made tour truck was not there anymore. So Rory says to Harry, take this putter to Edwin Watts. Get a... uh, one eighth of an inch taken off this putter. I'm going with it. Harry walks in just before closing, and says, "Can you take one eighth of an inch off this putter?" The guy says, uh, "Sorry, uh, repair center's closed, and who's going to notice one eighth of an inch anyway?" And Harry says, "Well, I'm Harry Diamond yeah. and Rory McIlroy. McEl- <laughs> well, that well, they opened the repair center. Uh-huh. They made an exception for Rory. Pretty, pretty cool. Just imagine the
1: look on the on the clerk's face looking at." Rory, oh Rory,
2: oh okay. Uh-huh. We've heard these stories before, oh. right? Player um, Jim Furick pulled a yes, yes butter, butter out of a bin yeah. at a golf store, the FedEx Cup, yeah, in Jacksonville, and went, and then ended up going nuts with it, right? Like unbelievable. So it's not oh. not the first not the last. My weird this week, and Murph uh, kind of hinted at it. Lucas Glover hands in the bucket of ice, every cooler he could find. He put his hands and submerged them in ice to the point, he said, as long as he could stand it, to the point where he's going to get like frostbite, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So his theory on this is that if you can take it to the brink and then pull your hands out and dry them immediately, the pores in your hands close, thus they don't sweat. Why is that important to Lucas Glover, that his hands don't sweat? He doesn't play with a glove. Mm-hmm. So somewhere along the, the the way, during his journey of not playing golf with a glove, he ha- he had to learn this trick about sweaty hands. But to me, it was bizarre to look at. That's my weird. And it had to hurt, Adam. That would kill. <laughs> well, and the, the, the thing that was, they, they showed it on the telecast, was
1: he pulls out the driver and hits a snap hook right after it which I was sort of thinking, you can't
2: feel your hands. Yeah. Isn't that a pretty important part of the golf sport? Absolutely bizarre. Not going to be as hot this week in Chicago. Going to okay. be hot, like, you know, highs in the 20s, 28, 29 Celsius. We might see 30. Still Pretty hot. Pretty hot, but not what they saw in no, Memphis. True. We're not over 40 with humid X mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So probably a more doable week for the, uh, for the gents who made the BMW Championship. And finally, my what this week. What a bizarre week for Phil Mickelson again. I mean, oh, in, in how many weeks of the year is it a bizarre week for Phil? Uh, you know the book is coming out, uh, based you know, which is a lot about his ga- gambling habits. Lost a hundred million dollars gambling. Bet, uh, uh, tried to bet a crazy amount of golf on the on the U.S. Ryder Cup team in 2012. He's come out and deny that he that he did it. I mean, at this point, it's this person's word against that person's word. Unless somebody out, out there who took the bet is willing to yeah. say, you know, we took the action. I don't think you're going to get that. And then to top it all off, he finds himself for the first time ever in his live golf career in the final group with a chance to win three off the lead Cameron Smith and he takes a quad at a par 3 and completely blows up his weekend. I mean, what I mean, what has happened to the legacy and just the way the world consumes Phil Mickelson and the way history will now look at Phil Mickelson, I mean, go back to the PGA at Kiowa, and that is as close to what this generation has seen with an Arnold Palmer. Hmm. And now, this is a guy who dresses in black, leads a secret life. I'm i am going to leave it at that. An alleged secret life. You know, a lot of rumors, a lot of stories. We won't get into them here, but allegedly a big secret life that gambling is just a part of and absolutely bizarre. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
1: Yeah, very bizarre, and, uh, I mean, he's flushed that legacy down the toilet. Down basically.
2: the toilet. All right, Skulls, Tea is yours, sir.
1: 348. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is sweet. Let me tell you, 348 a couple times there on Thursday. Toronto Hunt. Uh, you hit oh, some sp- <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the spot on four, off the right, after the, the rain fifth, after the rain delay, yeah. down the fifth fairway. Yeah. I mean, that was like 330 in a spot I've never seen before and no shot coming. <laughs> yeah, and nothing. But, okay, well, that's <laughs> oh, fine. good. Anyway, oh, good. okay. Anyway. My,
1: my winner this week goes to the DP World Tour because come September 2024, the Irish Open is heading to one of the best golf courses in the world. Royal County down. This place is spectacular. The last time the Irish Open was held there, 2015, the winning score was two under par. Did they trick it up? No. It is as hard as it gets. It is as fair as it gets. I've played there three times. It has absolutely whooped my you-know-what every time, but I've loved every second of it. How many times have you you played? I've been there three times as well.
2: Um, I agree with you a 1,000%. It's in my top... Five likely top three on the planet. It is the hardest golf course in the world. And I, I will say, applaud the European tour for this. And I will give you thumbs down to the Royal and Ancient. Because if we can go to Northern Ireland and put Royal Portrush in the Rhoda, Why can't we do it with Royal County down? Mm -hmm. You won't go to Turnberry, which is also in the top five in the world for political reasons, okay? That's your prerogative. But you've taken that course out of the rotation, and I'm sorry, with the course we just saw in Liverpool – yeah, and totally. you're going to keep Royal County down out of the open road. If we can go there for the Irish open, let's go there for the open championship. Well done. I'm with you. I love this. This 100, is
1: awesome. 100%. I have to give a shout out to uh, TJ rule from golf away tours as well, as he's helped uh, set up my parents on a trip to Ireland next month. And they're spending three nights at the
2: sleeve Donards but we did
1: three nights
2: because from sleeve Donard, you can do you can art glass. glass. You can do, yeah. you can walk to Royal County yeah. down. You can, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. It's I, awesome.
1: I will be watching every millisecond of, of that coverage. Let me tell you. I, as, I, I am so as excited. As will I. I am so excited for that. Okay. My weird this week. So on our year in review shows. We always have our sound bites of the year. And John Rahm was uh, during his pre-tournament press conference. He was asked. What would you change with the PGA Tour? And you think, you know, maybe something to do with the purse sizes. <laughs> or the designated events. Now signature events. Maybe we stopped changing the name of those. Mm-hmm. But no, John Rahm had a very Specific requests. Let's take a listen. I can tell you right now My priorities are a lot lower than what a lot of people would think if I have to if I go by requests I know this is gonna sound very stupid But as simple as having a freaking porta-potty on every hole I know it sounds crazy, but I can't choose when I have to go to the bathroom, right? You know, I've told the tour this many times uh, as simple as that um, Just simple little things better for the tour, right? Well, given the story that you told at the end of hour one, Mark, you got to be all hands on deck with that with John. I'm just
2: going to say, based on recent experience, I cannot argue with, uh, with Roma. I find it hilarious though. With all the things going on in the world of golf and you're like designated events, signature events, uh, you know, is this uh, partnership with uh, the Public Investment Fund going to go through? When are these investigations going to end? If anyone from Live wants to come back to the PGA Tour, how's that look? Tiger's a board member. He's part of the process. All these things going on in the world of golf. Completely reimagined schedule for 2024. And that schedule is going to be reimagined again in 2025, likely. Mm-hmm. And John Rahm? need a place to go to washer.
1: Hey, he's got a simple. His priorities are straight. So that's, it. That, that's fine. <laughs> and you know what, Rambo? I, I respect that. And I like that. Okay, before we go to break, my what this week. Lilia Boo Yeah. Wins her second major of the season. The AIG Women's Open winning in dominant fashion Good for Lilia Vu, getting it done on, it looked like the conditions were very tough at the AIG Women's Open, but to win two major championships is a remarkable achievement. Congratulations to Lilia Vu. On the other side, we'll have 20 weeks of TaylorMade. We'll have leaderboard updates. We'll tee up where you can see us this week and what's coming up on GTC and how you can get involved again. 20 weeks of TaylorMade, just two weeks left in our season. This is Golf Talk Canada.
0: This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Cadillac. Cadillac. Experience Cadillac. Join one of our agents for a personalized virtual live tour of Cadillac SUVs, sedans, and EVs. This is Golf Talk Canada presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Adidas Golf and the ZG23. ZG23 continues to push limits on lightweight performance footwear with introduction of LightStrike and LightStrike Pro technology. They're light. They perform. They're here to compete. Visit adidas.ca slash golf.
1: Special shout out to Adidas for our outfits. By the way, we won the Toronto Hunt member guest. Not sure if you uh, saw that earlier.
2: We show. were wearing the ZG twenty three vent. That's correct. In the neon yellow, yes. Which starts, I, I can never get the name right. It's the it starts with an L. The color. It's like a aluminum, aluminite yes. something. Right.
1: Okay, that's yeah, right. Looked, and they,
2: yeah, they pop.
1: They they pop. They pretty strong anyway. Uh, thank you again to Adidas for. That time for some leaderboard updates. Leaderboard updates brought to you by Bushnell Golf, the number one range finder in the world of golf. Check out bushnellgolf.com for all the latest and the greatest in terms of Bushnell range finding technology. Mark, lead us away.
2: Well, Lucas Glover gets it done at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Uh, first playoff event, second uh, win of the year, and back to back wins. It's a playoff over Patrick Cantley at 15 under. And Lucas Glover moves up 45 wow. spots. Now fourth. So he goes to Chicago, fourth projecting. The top three do not change in the FedEx Cup. Uh, John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy are still your top three. Glover, four. Four Canadians going to Chicago, all inside the top 40. On the Champions Tour, the Boeing Classic, uh, Stephen Ames. Joining us for Golf Talk Canada Television this week, his fourth win of the season. It's a walk-off win by seven over Miguel. And now he meant
1: it. There you go. Six under in his last five holes to win by a quick seven spot. Gotta love that <laughs> uh. by uh, Stephen Ames. There's
2: closing a door, and they're slamming And it. they're slamming
1: <laughs> the door and not looking behind. I have to give him credit, too. So he joined. Uh, it was via FaceTime. I was standing on the Sports Center set. Him, and uh, he was on his way to the McDonald's drive-thru. Perfect. Him and Nick Taylor. What, what's it about McDonald's after a win? I, I, like, that wouldn't be my first choice. No. We certainly didn't have that after. No, we
2: went for a big bottle of red and a yeah. big steak as soon as
1: uh, we... We did. Yeah. yeah, maybe multiple. Anyway, yes. uh, Corn ferry <laughs> Tour, uh, the Pinnacle Bank Championship. Alejandro Tosti, a three-shot victory. 63-71, 69-62 for Alejandro. LPGA AIG Women's Open. Lilia Vu. A six-shot victory. Allie Ewing had the lead for a lot of this tournament. Lilia Vu, a six-shot victory. For Brooke Henderson, yeah. weird. Just misses the cuts. Her second career miscut at a major championship. But... Next week, it's a big one. Bob's going to be there, the CPKC Women's Open at Shaughnessy. How excited are you to see Shaughnessy host an event? It's the number one course
2: uh, in terms of Canadian Open talk. When I'm working for PGA Tour Radio or PGA Tour Live, depending on what part of America I'm wandering around in, that's the number one question I get from guys who, you know, formerly played the Canadian, like the John Rollins of the world, the Mark Wilsons, the Dennis Paulsons. They all asked me the same question. When Shaughnessy coming back to the RBC Canadian Open, I said, well, you don't have to wait till the RBC Canadian Open. That's right. Women will be there in a couple of months. So that's, here we go. It's yeah. a great, it's one of the country's finest venues.
1: It really is. I can't wait for that to to go down. That's next week, same week as the Tour Championship at East Lake, 20 weeks of TaylorMade. Just a couple of weeks left. You're going to want to stay tuned to our social media feeds because this week we're giving away a product that the world hasn't even seen yet. It's not even available to the public to buy yet. Say what?
2: It is in some bags this weekend,
1: though. It there may was, or may not yeah, be on there, tour already. Yeah, there but, was a
2: couple out there. I think. But
1: if you were to go on their website right now, it is not available yet. Not find it. So you can't find it yet. You'll have to stay tuned and we'll have a full breakdown of what we're giving away on June. I should also
2: let you know, too, I know we've got the grand prize coming up only a couple of weeks weeks, right? Uh, full set of TaylorMade, mm-hmm. top to bottom, trip for two to Casa de Campo, yep. and if you haven't played at all, all year, you could still win this prize. Yep. You just got to register now and play one week, and you're in. Have a chance to win. And uh, I spoke to our friends at Casa de Campo last week, Oh. and they confirmed to me uh, that they will be back uh, as part of the grand prize in, in 2024.
1: Wow. That is, well, that is huge there news there. I forgot uh... to
2: mention that in all the excitement last week that you and I had.
1: There was a lot of excitement uh, we did. Uh, that was our final leaderboard, a two-shot victory by Team Zucchino Scully. Can I give a quick
2: shout-out? Please. This is, this is the biggest news. My, yeah, no, my best friend and uh, and now a buddy of yours Simon. because we played for Team Canada together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he invited you down to Congressional That's right. on Thursday. Right. So I want to give a shout-out to my, uh, my my buddy, Simon uh, William August Mahoney, born at 9.36 a.m. this morning, seven pounds, 10 ounces. Can't wait to meet you. Uncle Mark, can't wait to meet you. There Look at you that. Go. And that was two hours ago. Two hours ago. That is fresh off the press right there.
1: There you go. Well, Mark, as always, thank congratulations, you. Gra- guys. Great to see you in person. It's, yes. Uh, twice,
2: in, twice in seven days. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, after the BMW, get used to I'm home the entire month of September. I can't wait. So, me, and Bob got to play playing. golf. We got to find Nick. We got to yep. find Jeff. We got to find, like, we have to find all the people that we the should team. be playing golf with mm-hmm. that we haven't. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and there's my, you got an interesting DM from our friend Ian Fraser. I sure at did. EXG. Yeah. You want to send that out there publicly? Well, let's put it out there, see if, if they, they catch yeah, the hook.
1: Ian Fraser, thank you for the DM. Mac Boucher, we are ready that we're going to have a match, Mark and I, against Mac Boucher and Ian Fraser. We, we accept. That. We accept. We accept. We are in. I might need a couple shots, but we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. We are back. TSN 2 prime time tomorrow night for a full recap on a wild week in the world of golf. Thanks for joining us this morning.
0: This segment of GTC presented by Picton Mahoney Asset Management was brought to you by Adidas Golf and the ZG23. ZG23 continues to push limits on lightweight performance footwear with introduction of LightStrike and LightStrike Pro technology. They're light. They perform. They're here to compete. Visit adidas.ca slash golf. Thank you for listening to GTC. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Golf Talk Canada. For show archives, podcasts, and all things GTC, visit golftalkcanada.com. And don't miss Golf Talk Canada Television weekly on the TSN Television Network.